0: So I have to. I guess I, we have to start with me exposing my uh, state blindness. Uh, I thought Peyton was from uh, Indiana, and I was. Oh, and God. I'm
1: I'm from Illinois, but not not the good part. And <laughs> to your credit, to some degree, once you get south enough in Illinois, which is to say out of Chicago, it all kind of blends together.
0: <laughs> well, I wasn't even thinking geographically. I was just like, there are a bunch of states that start with I.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. Could be from any of them. Yeah, Idaho, <laughs> Illinois, Indiana. God forbid, Iowa. <laughs> I need to ask Chad something. Chad, how does it feel to be the only person on here who hasn't lived in Mimal? What the, mi- Mimal? Oh, m- Mimal? Not Mimal? Ooh, do you call him Mimel? I always call him Mimal. I, I, I was always told it was Mimel. I is, is Mimel a, pl- a state of mind more than a place? Mimal that-
1: is like an ethereal being.
2: Oh wait, what Illinois the... is not a part of Mimal either. Oh crap! Yeah, he's the god of bones. Yeah, right. Oh, I fought I, I him in Baldur's Gate three. Mimmel. What uh, the fuck <laughs> is happening? Do you not know about Mimal, Kevin? You live there. Mimmel, you I don't about know about Mimal. About,
0: I know about Mimal. I don't know about Gooning. I'm going to learn so much
2: this. <laughs> <time>. <laughs> well, none of us have lit now. I, I was going to lie and say that. <laughs> I was going to say that Kevin and I lived in St. Louis for a while, and then. <laughs> What, why? What would that give you? Well, I thought that Illinois was a part of MIML. I thought, I thought Illinois was the head of
1: MIML. Wow. I know. Frick. The public education system, folks.
2: What the fuck are you talking about? What is MIML?
1: MIML is the elder god that is created when you put Minnesota on top of Iowa, on top of Missouri, on top of Arkansas, on top of Louisiana. Yes. Uh, (laughs) It looks like a little dude who's standing at profile. And Minnesota is the hat. Iowa is the head. Uh, Missouri is the torso, um, Arkansas is the pelvic region, and Louisiana is the boot. Why is Indiana not part of this? We just couldn't be a body? Indiana's about two states away from (laughs) Mittmoor.
2: Yeah. I don't want
1: to spend time in fucking
2: real world United States. I want to go to a fictional world. I want to look at a map of Narnia. I want to see where all those mountain ranges are. I want to see Lord of the Rings, how how far away the Roa Rim are from... From Mordor, I really know? thought
0: Chad was trying to transition us into talking about the book. I thought so,
2: too. I did too. But I have really <laughs> bad news. Yeah, I want to look at if I'm going to look at a, a real world map. It's going to be a, a inky drawn map in the front of my book, telling me where the HQ of of American chillers are is in the upper part of Michigan, and you need to go there right now. Come over to Jonathan Rand's home. Did you guys see that
1: page? I sure did, and. Do you did y'all Google uh, this author? Oh, sure. I, I, I sure did. He's got another name. This isn't even a real name. He's got like two or three other names. It's
2: not a real name, it's a fake name.
1: Uh, it is so Jonathan Rand is a pseudonym of Christopher Wright, and then he also uses Christopher Knight. Christopher uh, Knight is so sick that he called himself. <laughs> yeah.
2: That. And it's not N I G H T, it's K N I G H T. He knighted himself. Why did he lie to us? Why did he, why did, why did he pick Rand? He was a big Anne Rand fan. Yeah, he's yeah. trying to get objectivism into his <laughs> books. I guess I don't know. Maybe
1: just so he can go no relation anytime he gets interviewed. <laughs>
2: That's smart. He Instantly dist- distance himself from Anne yeah. Rand.
1: Sort of a reverse psychology type thing.
2: Did you guys call the number? By the way,
1: no. Did you? Did you?
2: No, but I was thinking about doing it here live on the podcast. Let's do it. Yeah, let's <gasps> let's. Uh, what was that that prank phone call show called? Nasty Boys or whatever. Cranky. <laughs> 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 Nasty Boys is also a very funny name for it. Uh, jer- 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 jerky Boys. Jerky, jerky Boys. There's, there's this is, We're showing generational differences here, that I went for Jerky Boys, Kevin went for Crank Anchors. By the way, welcome to Goosebuds. I'm one of your hosts, Chad Quant. I'm Paul. I'm Kevin. And we are joined by a uh, special guest, Peyton. Peyton, welcome to uh, to talk to us about this story. Of Indiana Iron Insects.
1: Hell yeah! Hello, thank you for having me, uh, Peyton. Th- it's it's a huge moment
2: here because I think you have a show. I know you have a show uh, about the Midwest. About f- it's called Flyover Culture, and yes, ostensibly we do a show about one of the most prolific Midwest authors, R.L. Stein. Mm. Now we're not doing one. We're not doing an R.L. Stein today, right. but but I do want to I do want to ask you what is your What's your context for goosebumps at all if any? So,
1: in in a moment of total vulnerability, I did disclose uh to the three of you that like, hey, in all my childhood, uh I have never read a goosebumps book and I thought, man, what better time to start than uh appearing on the beloved Goosebuds show <laughs> and then to which <laughs> this, the trio of y'all replied, "No, I don't think so." <laughs> we slipped
2: the goosebumps rug out from underneath of you.
1: We already did any of the fun ones. It's just Greg's
0: <laughs> Peyton. It's just Greg's leftover.
2: He's right. He's right. We're doing you a favor cuz you would just be doing the the after runs, you know, the 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 re, the reduxes if you will. They're not the slop. quite the slop, the the the, the, bumps the Brian slop. Herbert editions of yes. Goosebumps. Weird 100 these are definitely written by the Brian Herbert uh version of R.L. Stein, uh which is uh, not R.L. Stein. We know that he does not write all of these books, so. He's
1: a goddamn liar. It's a little heartbreaking, Kevin, to hear you say, oh, we've already done all the good ones, so we did this. <laughs>
2: I'm sorry. Well, this is, well, well, well the re- this is even better, though. So,
1: we've done, it? we've done, yeah, yeah. It, it is, uh,
2: TBH it is. Um, so, okay. we, we've done, how many, two of these American chiller books, guys? Uh, yeah.
0: We did the one about giant worms in Dinosaurs somewhere.
2: Destroy Detroit, That's and yep. mm-hmm night nebraska nightcrawlers nebraska nebraska night 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 crawlers. Crawlers. now i i wasn't there for nightcrawlers but i was there for the dinosaurs the dinosaurs was it was fine uh but i think <laughs> this one this one is cool because it has four words in the title and they're at all alliteration mm. yeah and by
0: this one we mean iron insects invade indiana i don't think we've said the
1: title of the book yet <laughs>
2: Paid. we really called upon you as a, an Indiana expert, but it sounds like...
1: <laughs> sometimes you call the wrong number, but sometimes that wrong number picks up and they guide you through a tough time. Wow.
2: I like that. Can I, can I say that we don't have to do this right now? I did dial in the number on the book that tells you to visit Chillermania and shows the world headquarters for books by Jonathan Rand. And it points to Indian River in the upper north part of Michigan, a place that I have never gone to nor will I ever. And it's like, get on I-75, exit 313. Then South One Mile. It is like telling you how to go to his house. I saw well, that. Yeah. It sounded like a museum of some sort, but it's in the uh, it's in the UP, man. That's gotta be that's some beautiful land yeah. there. Uh I will say I started to call it and my phone did that thing where it recognizes a business and auto adds what it is, and it said, You are calling Chiller Mania. <gasps> Whoa. <gasps> okay, so, so do, I yeah. I don't know if you guys have when you were reading this, were like thinking about a time period. In my mind, this book was written in the 90s, but this book was written in 2003.
0: Yeah. yeah. I mean, there are little hints like um, what's his face? Uh, Travis has has made his own website.
2: Oh, that's true. And well, I had made a website in the <laughs> 90s. It was easier then. <laughs> it's true. He it was more work. pure. Yeah. So this is interesting because this came out that, that means a year after another author covered a story about uh, mic- micro machines. Uh, Michael Crichton's Prey <laughs> I love that you okay. have I love that you have the uh, bibliography Of Michael Crichton memorized in your head Chad Yeah I definitely didn't google it while we were talking I just The whole time I was like <laughs> You know this is its very interesting to see that, that area of the future where we were like Yeah drones and they'll be tiny And they can be swarms and they'll be everywhere You gotta watch out and this oh, is before honey. the CIA really like suppressed <laughs> yeah. everything to make us not worry about it because they wanted to use this technology. Uh-huh. It's so much bleaker than that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. These are these are kind of cute little drones, these little metal bugs. I, yeah. lo- I well, I just I before we went past Chiller Mania, because I was really yeah. interested in that page, I did want to ask you something. The, how familiar are you guys with Michigan and the and the upper peninsula?
1: I have not been to Michigan.
2: Okay. Chad, do my you know roommate's any- from Michigan. Okay, I don't know. Maybe your roommate knows. Is it really called Uperland up there? What's that all about? I've never heard of a lake called Yuper, uh or an area called Uperland.
0: I know it's shaped like a mitten, so you can look at your hand to describe where you are located where you live. in Michigan. Yeah, to yeah. other Michigan people. But this isn't
2: even the mitt. This is like. What if you were trying to catch hot, if the mint was Michigan, mm-hmm. Uperland is like, what if hot bacon grease jumped out of the pan and you're trying to block <laughs> your face? It's a very, it, I, I love how creative that imagery was for you, Chad. Thank you. Thank you. Um, never heard of Uberland. I have been to Michigan. Uh, my hometown, South Bend, was right on the border between Indiana and Michigan. So, you know, you want booze on a Sunday? You got to drive across the mm. state line. Get to Michigan. Go to Kalamazoo. Go to Lansing, maybe Grand Rapids. Don't go any further north than that.
0: As a filthy East Coaster, Uperland sounds like a lesser Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> I was born in the Uperland. I can hear it; it's there. Yeah, but back to like this book being prescient about drones and also maybe AI,
2: like uh-huh. and post-industrial rot.
0: Yeah. Whoa, mm. dude! Like this. This stumbles drunkenly into almost saying something. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the best thing to ever happen to a book we've read on this show.
2: An accidental literature, a hundred percent. I mean, it did, it did, a, it did one literature with that title. Uh, yeah, and then it did a second, li- and then it did a second, and possibly a third literature in this book.
1: Whoopsie, I made a point.
2: Whoops, all points.
0: It just goes to show: just write anything, and like the shotgun blast of books that you've released in your life may find relevancy at some <laughs> oh my gosh.
1: juncture. I. Can I can I pick a bone with please. the American Chiller series? Pick away, please. So I some of some of the work that I've done. Uh, I am a very big fan of cryptids mm-hmm. of yeah. the urban legends that are usually pretty regional based, pretty you know state specific. This dude had fifty opportunities uh, to <laughs> find some local things that he could really dig into, maybe have some fun with, maybe yeah. turn some tropes on their heads. Yeah, uh, I went through the whole list. Not a, not a damn one.
0: You could invent a cryptid or something, but it's usually just kind of like 1950s style monster, yeah, right? Or, or thing uh, that is a different size that the thing should be, or different m- chemical makeup. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. When I think of like state mysteries, when I think of like regional mysteries, I go cryptid
2: mm-hmm. for sure. I guess you got. Not, I, I think this is an amazing point, Peyton. I see number 16: alien androids assault Arizona. I guess a cryptid. Sure. It should be like the Georgia Georgia goat guy. The Jersey Absolutely. Devil, the Hodag, for instance. <laughs> but,
0: but the Jersey Devil and the Hodag live in their states. The the androids are merely invading. They're from out of town. I want a regional monster in a region.
1: I'm drinking out of my lovely hodag pint glass, so <laughs> nice. speaking of prescience.
0: <laughs> That's funny because I'm drinking out of my Flatwoods monster uh, pint glass. Hell
2: yeah, the good old Braxy? <laughs> Yeah, I'm drinking out of I'm drinking out of a uh, an actual Jersey devil skull that I can like, like a skull that I re- forgot from a killed Jersey devil. There's multiples of them.
0: <laughs> well, a memo just appeared right outside my
2: window. <laughs> <laughs> uh, before we get too far into the book, I do want to. So so Peyton, you have a show. Uh, mm-hmm. Would you like to tell people about it? Just because I think it, I think your bona bona sure. fides need to be laid out there. Yeah, there's a reason why we invited you on here. Please,
1: I appreciate that. Um, yeah, show is uh, very generous. It's a web series. Um, uh, so uh, it is- it's it's sh- it's a show, and it's too good for YouTube. Okay, I oh, well, said. Well, thank it. you. Uh, so yeah, uh, my show is called Flavor Culture. I have been making this since uh 2021. I want to say just finished up the third year. Uh, yeah, that's how math works. <laughs> and essentially, it is short-ish form that are. Uh, Gradually becoming longer and more untenable <laughs> videos that are about different elements of pop culture, either through a Midwest lens or stuff that is specific to parts of the Midwest. Uh, so, like I just mentioned, this past year, did a video on the Hodag up in Rhinelander, Wisconsin. Um, started off uh, last January with a video uh, going into Jackbox Games up in Chicago oh, and well. getting to meet some of the crew that works on those projects. That was very exciting. We're in between seasons right now, just kind of trying to figure out what is next, what we want to do, what I want the show to be. Um, But yeah, uh, it's something I enjoy making. Um, I do about 95% of it solo. So that's... It's a lot of work, but I enjoy it, and it makes me smile on the inside when people say that they like Aww, it. Beautiful. It,
2: awesome. it is an extremely well-produced show, um, and I think even, well, if I... You, even if you're not from the Midwest, there's a lot to learn, and I think you do a good job of, of placing things in a, in a context that you know it allows people to kind of, I think, learn about a lot of things that they love that they probably don't even know are from the Midwest.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you.
0: I thought that banned books uh episode was a fucking banger. Dude, oh. that was important and interesting and well-timed. It was just great.
1: The stupidity of it. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's just we uh we had a library up in Indianapolis um rearrange a bunch of its teen focused books into the adult section. Uh one of them being The Fault in Our Stars. And yeah. when I don't know who thought it would be a good idea to come for John Green. Um, <laughs> he will eviscerate you, and he will bring his millennial army to help do it.
0: <laughs> it was, it was nice to see John Green used for good, um, <laughs> <laughs> but like, just like the fact that you could get those like uh, longer portions with librarians just saying their piece, like, was really humanizing and great. I just love that episode.
1: Well thank you. Yeah, I I figured there was enough noise about like what the bands were trying to do that I wanted just somebody to sit down and say here's how it actually works. Yeah, mm-hmm. you have issues with a book and here are the actions that we take and here are the actions we don't take and uh yeah. So I was I was happy with how that one turned out.
2: And uh just I feel like worth noting, Peyton, you and I, while well, we had not yes. had that before, we are WTIU PBS Brothers.
1: Yes. So I guess I should say that T- um Flavorculture is a production of WTIU Public Television in Bloomington, Indiana. Uh so I yeah, I make it for the station that you used to work for. And, yeah, small world. Um, yeah. So you're you're in Bloomington then, right? Yes, yes. Nice. And uh Eagle Eyed Spotters can go find chad's previous appearances uh on (laughs) some of our video content yes most of those episodes have been deleted and destroyed but but there are still still plenty
2: available (laughs) (laughs) excellent if you're
1: if you're ever worried i can go through and and them. (laughs) delist them make them public thank thank you Thank you.
0: I love uncovering Chad's, like, previous gigs. Like, we found out that he was in a music video a few episodes ago.
2: Much like a cryptid, Chad appears in all <laughs> kinds of yeah. uh, un- unforeseen places. If you think about me enough, I'll appear like a Slender Man. <laughs> yes. um, and one of those was a, uh, you know, a decently popular local PBS Kid show called The Friday Zone, which is still going, right, Payton? I'm assuming you know.
1: No, it is. Uh, after <gasps> 20 seasons, uh, they sunsetted it. Whoa, what the mm. is this? My, I'm so sorry. I did not find me out. My legacy, to bring the local <laughs> public television drama to goosebumps. Uh, Chad, so time mad. to come home and restart the Friday <laughs> Zone. <laughs> you just kicked out the door and say, Daddy's home. <laughs> Daddy's home ready to go. So mad. Uh,
0: iron insects invade indiana is a story (laughs) about um travis and his friend mandy who continues to fall over in every scene
2: yes we have travis kramer and mandy mckinley uh yeah I, i don't know why i fillied that one up but uh mandy mckinley is his best friend and they are uh plagued by water balloons an epidemic really
0: yeah by the coolest kid in the neighborhood eddie thinkbinder eddie's a real cool guy who's just like trying to get everybody to lighten up and be fun and he's persecuted by these two horrible kids and uh it's
1: a real sad story you would think that eddie shot one of their dogs (laughs) yeah eddie likes to throw water balloons Yeah, he's not really
2: a bully as much as a normal kid. Right. It's he's summertime. bored. time. It's hot it's hot out, and Eddie is trying to cool some kids off with a little lighthearted pranking.
0: Yeah. And his uh his last name implies a noble heritage, because a think <laughs> is what you call somebody who talks to cops.
2: There uh there's a rat, <laughs> there is a straight up rat fake drop in this. Yes. Too. Yeah.
1: Yes.
0: So a- Eddie, Eddie's Ancestors got their name from binding finks in some. Way.
2: Is that? Oh, I like that. That's how you read it. That they, were, they they bound up finks and I guess turned them into the anti finks.
0: <laughs> I I picture they were bound in some kind of like tarot card, a la Card Captor Sakura. But I'm I read not sure. it. <laughs> uh,
2: that's a beautiful way to view it. I read it as they were finks who bound up all of their cop tellings and then gave them to the cops. So I, that's that made me hate Eddie even more. Like in
1: a three ring binder.
2: Yeah, they like they bound okay. their. They bound all their tattles (laughs) and handed them over. Like a burn book.
0: You're saying Eddie has binders, has binders full of Finks.
2: (laughs) Yeah, he sure does. He is, yeah, he is the binder of Finks. I hate Eddie.
0: I think he's cool. Uh, They live in Elkhart.
2: They live in Elkhart. Yeah, which I know very well. I know. Real what? place. I yeah. was going
0: to ask if it was real.
2: Yeah, Elkhart is tangentially connected. It might as well be part of South Bend. Was Elkhart um, a downtown? place actually where they... I, I could have done the research before that, but I knew I'd be uh, be there with people that lived near it. Uh, did Elkhart actually have a uh, industry of building instruments? I looked it up. Uh had never heard that. But I don't think I guess so. They, according Dang. to the wiki, they did have a built a company that built instruments i don't think they were like yeah you gotta go to elkhart to get your trumpets okay but they uh they did produce uh their major exports seem to be uh
1: band instruments and rvs hmm. interesting mm. yeah i looked i certainly did not find any toy companies that are now out of the running underground toy companies Right, right. We'll sort get of there. like Aperture Science level. Anyway, yeah. Dude, yes, <laughs> we'll that was
2: there. the exact vibe. Cart before the horse. Well, yeah, uh, I, I, well, to your point earlier, Kevin, I think we're like, or where you are like, there's no cryptids in this. It seems like Mr. Rand, which is not his real name, it seems like he's treating these books almost like, oh, these are kind of educational. Because he slipped in mm. a couple, he slipped in a couple of uh, educational notes. Yeah, there's notes. a couple yeah. of lines that are just like, as you know, the export of Elkhart is this, this, and this. Or I picked up a leopard frog, and I was like, I'm gonna double check that. Yep, leopard frogs are native to Elkhart, Indiana. Yep.
1: Mm-hmm. I took that less to be that he was doing some sort of altruistic educational uh, endeavor, and more just that that is what he found in his cursory research <laughs> of Elkhart, <laughs> <Yeah>. Indiana, <laughs> and was like. God damn it, it's got to get in there. He's pandering, you're saying. Yeah, well, there's. I did write down uh, when he makes reference to a pop can, I did write, this is pandering.
2: I I, <laughs> I saw that, and every time I encounter pop, there's a part of me, like, I know what's going on, but there's still a part of me that's like,
1: really? That's I'm really- disgusted by it.
2: It's weird. I, I what is this, what is this East Coast problem that you all have that it's being called pop, not soda? We call it soda. I call it soda. I call it Coke. What's Everything's the, Coke. Wow, that, that's an interesting. Is that really that's what you do? False. That's patently false. Everything
0: wrinkle. is not Coke.
2: <laughs> it's apparently, <laughs> and apparently, that's more of a Southern thing. But yeah, we call it all Coke.
1: You ask for a Coke, she brings you a Sprite, and you're just like, "What is this?" <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you
1: do
0: the thing where you put all your peanuts in your Coke, and then you eat your peanuts that way? What you are know, you a talking
2: thing? about peanuts yeah, in Coke?
0: I hear, I hear you buy like a bunch of salted peanuts and you put them in your uh, Coke and you have like a salty sweet. <laughs> Who's this? You? Coke drink. No, this is what. I, <laughs> Who is this doing this? This is what this? I hear. This is what these are. What I, these people are, the are doing? This. My contacts Kevin, are telling me things.
2: Did your peanuts fall into your soda last night? And then you had to make you had to save face and you said you
1: hear people are doing this. Ah, <laughs> uh, this is a delicacy.
0: I'm just hearing it around. I'm just trying to like.
1: This is a cultural exchange. Cool.
0: So you guys haven't heard of that, is what I
1: Kevin, know. if Coca-Cola-soaked peanuts told you to jump off a cliff, would you?
0: I'll have to think about that. Uh, <laughs> leopard frogs uh, are indigenous to Elkhart, and I guess, or whatever. Uh, what do you mean you guess? Travis, <laughs> Travis catches leopard frogs. I told you, frogs. I did research. Travis catches leopard frogs, just like Chad did as a
2: lad. Yep, down at the crick. I gotta say, this first chapter was very, uh, uh just really nice uh, throwback to my youthful days. Just vibes. Yeah, good summer vibes. River life? crick life? Hell yeah, that's for me.
0: Even this early, we're already kind of in the jerky rhythm of these tiny chapters with <laughs> gigantic Oh my fun. god.
1: <laughs> Where like- This was gonna be the death of me had it gone on any longer.
0: It's like the, like the book is like 200 something pages, but it's just enormous font. Some pages left entirely blank. For I know. No yes. Reason. Killing
2: killing trees for no reason. Just throwing this out a dude, couple.
1: This dude was given a quota that he had to hit for page <laughs> yeah. count. And he said, double spaced, double <laughs> spaces after the, after the periods and just some blank pages. <laughs>
2: I want to I want to defend Jonathan Rand here. I don't feel this was nearly as fluffy as RL's thing. No, no, no. Like the I writing the writing was was uh, damn near Hemingway esque compared to <laughs> RL. But <laughs> but but the we're talking about the extravagant blank pages, Chad. Did you not sure, see those? Sure. No, I mean that's fair. I thought that was just like Jonathan's like people got to write down their notes, what they're thinking. <laughs> I got some big ideas. Oh, maybe maybe they want to draw some iron insects in here. Maybe maybe an extra blank space. In Ooh,
1: here. be part of the story. Yeah, it's an yeah, encouragement
2: yeah. for the child to take part. Okay, that's a that's great. I love that.
0: We know that's not what it was. I know.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's some parts of the country where they're doing that, where they're leaving pages open for kids to uh, fill in with their own drawings while they eat their peanuts out of their Coke. Yeah, everybody's doing it. So you're just eating like corroded <laughs> peanuts.
1: Yeah. Do you? How do you yeah. do? You use like a slotted spoon, so you're not like bringing up extra coke. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, you got to siphon it out.
0: From what I hear, from what my contacts are telling me, you just kind of slurp it out as you're as as you're consuming the coke. It's like a it's, it's a mixed media presentation.
2: Okay, I, I'm sorry, I can't stop laughing uh-huh. at at the idea of Kevin on his couch, fully reclined, <laughs> slurping slurping nuts from his coke. Uh, it's a beautiful image. Constantly choking because your body doesn't know whether to swallow or chew. Right. Getting bubbles.
1: <laughs> your your roommate from Michigan being like, do you want a refill? You'd be like, yeah. And they go, do you need ice? No, but I sure do need some salted peanuts. <laughs> he sees
2: you doing it, and he's like, oh, you're doing it the Uperland way, eh? Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it was called, Would- Uperland? <laughs> Yeah, when was.
0: we get emails, when we get physical letters in the mail of all of the peanut coke enjoyers, <laughs> then you guys are going to feel
2: mighty <laughs> foolish. Uh,
1: I think I was offered peanut coke at a party once. I didn't take it though. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: We have not talked
1: about this book at all.
2: (laughs) And then he sees an
0: iron insect. You know what? what? I don't
2: care. We're not even going to talk about the book. Forget about it. He's just
0: goofing around with his
2: best friend. What's her name? Max. Uh,
0: Maddie Mandy. Mandy. Mandy.
2: (laughs) Mandy. Mandy. Matthew. Mandy. And here's what I love about Mandy. When when our hero starts seeing metal insects, this doesn't fall into the trope that I think a lot of the Goosebump books do, where it's like, Uh "Yeah, whatever, idiot." Refreshing. I'll I'll believe it when I see it, Mandy believes.
0: Yeah, Mandy's like, we have a friendship based on mutual kindness and trust. Mm-hmm. And though I am not sure that you saw what you think you saw, I will believe your words. Yeah. Like, Mandy, a real one. Um, I just like that we get an iron insect so soon in the story. That wouldn't have happened in a Goosebumps.
1: I, I agree. No, it, yeah,
2: things are actually, like, the threats are actually happening. Yeah. Um, yeah. it's Kind
1: of. Kind of. Because... It is it is well established that these are weapons of warfare they have buzzsaws they have clips <laughs> yeah. And yet, not a soul is touched. It I know is, even what, like two hundred thirty pages. Mandy gets Mandy
2: gets a direct hit to the back, and and she doesn't even she doesn't let one ounce of blood out of her body. I mean, that's I mean, like there should have at least been like a little scratch or like a you know like some sort of like right minor or like a
1: sting or
2: yeah 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 just draw a little blood in the first yeah hurt pages. these kids. There's a moment early that I was so excited where it seems like our our main character is uh is Professor X'ed by one of these bugs. He is like <laughs> a lot of X-Men references today. Mm-hmm. Where Good, he describes the bug the bug diving straight for his spine and like severing his spinal cord and you're like, oh, it's a water balloon. It's a water yeah. balloon instead. <laughs> yeah, there are a couple of I don't remember this happening in the other uh Chillers books that we've read. Um but there were quite a number of 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 those fake out uh, fake outs that that RL loves, which is like, oh, and then I got hit by the the bug, got me, and then oh wait, it was just a water balloon. Like, the, uh, Peyton, that is a absolute. I would say a bedrock, uh, mm. a bedrock feature of of probably ninety percent of the uh uh the Goosebumps books is that they are filled yeah. with these fake, like th- the worst fake outs you've ever read. This book dabbles. Uh, it's not quite as bad though.
1: I yeah. I have a qualm. With mm. this book, and that is not to get blue, but this mm-hmm. the chapters of this the cliffhangers. This is this is literary edging. This is like <laughs> rather rather. Oh, than, gooning, gooning. You mean yeah? Thank you. Uh, tie it all together. It all comes back to gooning. All is roads. that what gooning is? Um, do we so do anyway? This,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> um, my my issue with the book was like every single chapter, rather than have a cliffhanger of like. And then I turned the corner and there was, you know, a huge insect waiting for me. And then chapter break, it's like, you're not going to believe what I saw yeah. when I turned that corner and it was going to get weird. And then you go to the next chapter, chapter, you go to the next <laughs> chapter and it's like, man, what I saw sure was weird. It was an insect.
2: <laughs> I know. I know. You Trust me, Peyton. This was the good one. This was the good version of that. Oh, that hurts! And, that and
0: hurts. the one that's like the the one that's like. But what I didn't know what that what was about to happen would be very <laughs> scary. But it wasn't yeah. scary yet. But if you just stick with me for a little bit, yeah, you'll see that a little salty surprise
2: and a sweet drink. <laughs> <will be prepared>. <laughs> <laughs> stay stay with me, book reader. I'll probably die later. He says. <laughs> yeah, I, I. Okay, so the thing that's missing in these books, to, uh, Chad, to your point earlier is uh, this book, uh, pretty much every sentence is purposeful and is carrying you forward. Uh, what RL likes to do is to have the child ask about 10 questions in a row to just build, quote unquote, tension. Uh, that is absolutely mm. absent from these books. And I and I gotta say that that was, I, it made me, I think, okay with those endings of chapters because I wasn't bearing through that stuff throughout the rest of the chapter,
1: if that makes sense. Okay. I, I did. There were a couple times when I did find myself toward the end, kind of on autopilot, and I had to go back and reread a picture. Oh yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm like, we're just, just let's keep it going, let's keep it moving.
0: You can kind of imagine what a whole paragraph is going to be just based off the first like combination of letters.
2: Exactly.
0: Like I'll I'll kind of drift away on some of these too.
2: Sometimes, guys, you know, I'll give you a little secret, a fast reading secret in these books. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta read the words that people are saying out loud and skip the rest of the stuff because all the information is <laughs>
1: given to you right there.
2: Oh, you saying you just you just do the dialogue? Sometimes you, you just, just need you just need the
1: dialogue. Sometimes. Damn pro move. Death of a Salesman meets Iron <laughs> yeah. Insects invade Indiana. <laughs>
0: um. So he sees an iron insect. and He's like, I I, I can't prove it, but I know what I saw. Mm-hmm. And then he can prove it because it just flies into his fucking garage. <laughs> Uh, yep. <laughs> after he tells us how much he likes to skateboard, which mm-hmm. he never does in this book, I know okay. there is a lot
2: of biking and no skateboarding. Yeah, yeah, he has yeah. A, he has a fast skateboard. He made sure to let us know. <laughs> I, I will say <laughs> which though, would have
0: come in useful.
2: He I would have. Uh, he's got a bike though, and he's pretty good on the bike. I think this book uh, actually does use a lot of the things it sets up. But I do agree, the skateboarding was probably there, like the pop was, to pander to the to the youths. Yeah. Sadly.
0: He shows the dead iron grasshopper to uh, to his parents and they're like, that's stupid. You're stupid. Stop being stupid.
1: He makes a point to say that he can't wait to show his mom and dad, but not <laughs> his sister Lisa because she sucks shit. <laughs> I completely
2: <laughs> forgot he had a sister. I'll be honest.
1: <laughs> well, she never comes up. Yeah, she, she sucks. Yeah.
2: yeah, she came up for that one line to learn, to, where he talked about her sucking shit and then he got out.
1: <laughs> yeah. This is, this is a strictly anti-Lisa podcast.
0: <laughs> you know what?
1: Fuck Lisa. <laughs> we'll say it. We're brave enough to I say it. I hope bugs just rip her apart. <laughs> I I hope she is used to raise the stakes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should have killed Lisa. That was a perfectly a perfectly uh, valid target for these for these killer bugs. You don't even have to kill her. Just horribly maim her.
0: Yeah, a like maim.
2: <laughs> a little maiming.
0: Little little mimble maim. Anyone else write down Captain Chomps?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> Ooh. I could go for some Captain Jobs. <laughs> I wanted some.
2: Oh, I, I I did. We did skip past a part that I did want to talk about. Just a quote okay. that I had to pull out, where this book got uh, real, just like real, like country colloquial, and I loved it. I'm just going to read this sure. to you guys. Sure. Eddie is a pitcher on the school baseball team, and he has a pitching arm that's as fast as a rattlesnake. I tried <laughs> to get out of the way of the oncoming projectile, mm-hmm. knowing that if I didn't, I was in for a good soaker. <laughs> a good soaker. A good soaker. It was just a nice it was just a nice country slice. I enjoyed it.
0: I don't think there are rattlesnakes in Indiana, are there?
2: Uh, not that I'm aware of, but I could be I'm wrong. wrong yeah. It could I'll... be anything in Indiana. There's more than corn. There's more than corn in Indiana. We know that. <laughs> thanks to it. Indiana he Beach. Said he said it. He said the thing. I said the thing.
0: <laughs> I feel like Captain Chomps really hurts the upper part of your mouth. That's all I want to say about Captain Chomps. Uh,
2: and we learned that uh Travis eats it very quickly which is just uh, really irresponsible <laughs>
1: <laughs> but also a skill that could have come up later to help him but does not <laughs> that is true
2: if he, incredibly true
1: his his metal mouth that he yeah. could have had oh
2: he should have just eaten all the bugs yeah he should have Ooh. just like you know, like, I mean, he goes, I'm going Taz. And he just starts
1: eating them all. Or sort of like become one in like sort of like a transhumanist uh, yeah. allegory, like replaces what, his jaw. Like a,
2: cro- like a cool. Cronenberg, like some sort of Cronenberg creature. yeah,
0: Like some kind of full metal Kafka. <laughs>
2: Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> then the saw beetle shows up and he has to go over to Mandy's house to fight it. Uh, and oh, the humanity. The saw beetle cuts a few lawn chairs. So they wobble
1: kind of. Should have cut some bones. That's the biggest bum.
2: stakes of the book I think is is lawn furniture which honestly I don't think any kid gives a shit about lawn they furniture. They really
0: linger on the on how mangled the lawn chair. He are. even talks like, about
2: how they're aluminum chairs which makes it even seem weaker somehow when it's like <laughs> you could have been like these cast iron chairs that he cut through but he, he drops it they're aluminum? No. Nah. Dad got these at Menards. He's going to be so pissed. <laughs> Not the Menards. <laughs>
0: They get out their tennis rackets and go to beat the shit out of the saw beetle, which works. I like that the children are armed in, uh, I think like two out of the three of these books we've read. I like that they get their like Shaun of the Dead moment where they have their cricket bat or whatever. Yeah.
2: Monster squad. Like, like let the kids take some action. You know, I know this is, this is not a visual medium, but can we talk about, do you guys know what Jonathan
1: Rand looks like? No. Yeah.
0: Yeah, He's at the end of the book. He's the monster at the end of the (gasps) book.
1: He's he's got a Dean Koontz dog. <laughs> this guy has
2: got goatee and wraparound shades. Hell yeah. Yeah. His picture at the end of the book is I mean he does still have the goatee. Clearly he's been rocking it for his entire life. He looks like he either used to wrestle or is going to wrestle. <laughs> he looks like he owns a guitar center.
0: He looks like he knows one of my uncles and I shouldn't pet his dog. <laughs>
1: He looks like he should have taken this author photo in the driver's seat of his pickup truck.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta say I'm still pro Rand right now. I uh, uh, that's a bad clip to have out on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but who is John Galt, Paul? Who is John Galt?
1: <laughs> what insect is he?
2: <laughs> trains. like <Mighty>. oh, trains. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm currently pro Rand just because he hasn't done us quite as dirty as, as RL has over and over again. So I'm going to time.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> he'll, Give him- he'll disappoint you. They all will. <laughs> Although Peyton, you had, you made a great point about the lack of cryptids and I'm looking through the titles of these books. I am pretty upset. There's not that, any. That he's, he,
1: he totally missed that opportunity. So if, I'm, if he wants me to help co-write, get at me, DM me on Instagram, Jonathan, <laughs> we will make it happen. I
0: mean, if you had like a weekend and a wine cooler, you could write a book
1: <laughs> One wine cooler. Damn. Oh, get his ass. All right. We ready Actually, are- don't. He looks like he could kill you. And no, you. I'm
0: sorry, John. I'm sorry, sir. <laughs> I'm sorry, Jonathan. Don't hurt me. <laughs> don't,
1: don't. It's the Seagram's talking. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the Mango Mike's heart. I didn't mean it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> In my defense, Your Honor, it was a harder lemonade
0: I just threw a few peanuts in it your honor and it was <laughs> crazy the Binder shows up the Finkbinder fakeout happens uh, uh best character Eddie Finkbinder shows up mm-hmm. starts crumping on the lawn and these two kids say no dancing <laughs> <It's> like- <laughs> He's grumping on the lawn? He's grumping on the lawn with his goons. His goons show up to back him up, perfectly like on cue choreographed. He's like, let me
2: in that goon cave. Let me in there. You know you're a true fink when you have two unnamed goons. (laughs) And the two unnamed goons get their asses beat throughout this book, and they still don't even get names.
0: (laughs) I know. It's great. I I love the restraint in not eating up, like, word space that you could have like taken up with just and chris dinkle the other goon was the he, meanest he, kid on he
2: wore blue jeans but his left leg he rolled up the cup on it a little bit and he had slightly brown hair kind of curly that's a page had an onion on his on his hip
0: <laughs> was the style at mm. the times
2: he had red and Max sauce all over him that's a deep michigan cut for you jonathan Rand. <laughs> You know, as we unpack the book, as we unpack the book again, it was this was like a vacation for me when we were reading this. Uh, and yeah. now and now as we're unpacking it, I'm starting to see that it maybe it wasn't as good of a vacation as I well, thought it was. There's a lot in this first part of uh, not filler, but the least interesting stuff of just kind of like find and capture and lose and misplace <laughs> and maybe drop. This metal insect in a jar.
0: There's a whole chore in the section where he has to like go mm. to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. for Some fuck. Oh fucking yeah, movie. can we talk
2: about that? That part is hilarious. So they do capture the uh they they wing literally wing this beetle. Uh, yep. they damage it. They see that there are uh there are uh letters on it. Uh, B C T B T C B T C Bitcoin BTC for bitch. Yeah, for bitch. Uh, yeah, yeah. For, for, uh, <laughs> Bitcoin, uh, Bitcoin guys. Wow,
0: he he predicted it all. He called it. Drones and Bitcoin. Trying to tell us something.
2: They find that and they're going to call um, a number because I think, uh, was it Mandy's dad knew, the, knew like a, a toy company? It was a Google yeah, toy company. He,
0: Travis asks his parents, but they don't know. And even though he has his own website, he's not going to look it up on the internet. His <laughs> sister's on the phone. And then uh, the... Yeah, Mandy's dad's like, oh yeah, my dad just knew it was stood for the Boogaloo Toy Company. Right. I was so like, okay, well, I guess that's solved.
1: Why not bring him on the like? <laughs> let's you know, let's nail this down. Yeah, he's yeah. obviously interested in BTC, so we should get him in Bitcoin. <laughs> he's, he's a he's a you know he's, he's a he's a crypto bro. So let's get he's him an early
2: adopter. Yeah. yeah.
1: I I keep looking at this photo of Jonathan Rand, and if he stopped me in the street and said, "Hey, I just wrote a book about Bitcoin <laughs> and drones," I would have said, "You sure did, pal." <laughs>
2: They called all of it.
1: What else did he know? <laughs> what does that man know? Look
2: at his face and, and say, what does that man know? That, that why is did he have to retreat into the upper northern parts of Michigan where the government couldn't reach him? What it, is he hiding you know? up there?
1: What is in Uberland? <laughs> Uberland! <laughs> <laughs>
2: So, 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 so they, they, they find this thing, they they figure out they're going to call this company, this company, they call the next day, uh, they let them know that they found one of their metal, full metal Beatles, and the uh, receptionist on the phone is like, hold up, the president wants to talk with you, you must come in as soon as possible, but the best part is, they get this news, they're like, we're going to go do it, and then Travis decides to do chores and mow the lawn. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah, can you imagine? Can you imagine for one moment? Get put put your put your mind into the mind of into the world of Stranger Things. And <laughs> I'd rather not. 11, if I can. And Eleven has showed up, and they're like, "We need to go back to the lab, and we need to take Eleven back." But first, we're gonna do we're gonna go grocery shopping. Uh, we got to go get uh, school back to school pictures, uh, uniform. Sounds like
1: somebody <laughs> hasn't seen season four. <laughs>
0: I can put my mind into a laid-back camp kind of space where we can just okay. do random bullshit while Supernatural stuff right. is happening. Okay, fine. But it it wasn't paced well here. But you know what was paced well was this gently dripped information about how the tulip tree is the state tree <laughs> yep. of
1: Indiana.
2: Which yep. I verified, yep. that is correct. Again, Which I had never heard living in Indiana, so this kid's either a super nerd or is just being forced to say these things because of
1: i don't rand. think he's like dropping these little nuggets of wisdom i think it's like well damn i googled it might as well include it
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: i i think you're probably right pain
2: but i'm also just picturing like jonathan rand has to realize by this point in starting his career he has to be aware of rl the shadow of stein is lurking over the entire mm. youth oh yeah. like scholastic has uh, dominated with goosebumps well he's done it. he's He's gunning for him, Chad. He's coming at yeah, him. Yeah, he's gunning for him. So his publisher's probably like, yeah. we need to get you in, in, in libraries and student libraries." I don't know if you noticed this totally legal copy that we all shared of this book. Yeah, in the beginning, <coughs> early on, has a school sticker of like this book is worth five reading points. Ooh, oh, I goodness.
1: missed that. That's
2: something to think Pull about. That, that like maybe Jonathan Rand was like, "Well, I can't win him in popularity, but what I can do." is make this feel like the slightly more educational Goosebumps. Mm. Slightly more, with like five or six trivia factoids about a state that no one needs to know to justify this book's existence.
0: Yeah, this is Goosebumps with 50% less sugar.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's like frosted mini-wheats where it's still not healthy for you, but it acts like it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I I did like the tulip tree drop because he talks about how they can grow so big, of which the ones he's looking at were so big. And then... Talks about the factory, which is it's sitting du- almost dwarfing these trees. That's how big this factory is. So I thought it was yeah. a good a good scale setter, at least. Yeah, but uh, you, I just also went back. The, the stakes you guys hit are so funny in this part of the book. Of they have never heard of the Boogaloo Toy Company. Uh-huh. They are immediately being told the president wants to meet with you. And immediately he's like, I am so excited to meet the president of this company. I, <laughs> <laughs> I am so proud of myself. But yes, uh, chores must I must be a good boy. I must do all of my chores. But that also means like the way it was said on the phone, the president, this is very important to the Boogaloo Toy Company. They can't send a fucking person out. Well, they can't send... A text. I understand we're going to learn why in a moment, but in that moment, it's like, yeah, just come by when you can. That's crazy. We know why in that moment, Kevin. <laughs> this note and observation is coming to you from when I wrote this down. I
0: know, but we we eventually <laughs> learned why that wouldn't be a possibility.
2: So he thinks they're not taking this seriously. So yeah, bring it by whenever you can. <laughs> I don't think we can fault the book for that.
1: <laughs> I have issues with Travis's parents in that. This is 2003. This is when we were just learning what pedophiles were. Yeah. And to mm-hmm. not know where your child is, he's just going to go to an old warehouse. I think that's a failure of upbringing.
0: To let your child go a mile away from home post 9-11 is unthinkable. Mm. They
2: they ride their bikes on the highway. Yeah. They get on US 33, a real highway. <laughs> uh, they shouldn't be on that highway with their bikes.
0: I don't think... Randy Jonathan uh, was all that tapped into the kids at this point. Um,
1: if I can defend his Midwest honor, I did that shit all the time. Uh, cool. <laughs> you rode your bike on the highway? Not like the interstate, but yeah, like state highways, like big country roads, 55 miles an hour, yeah.
2: Yeah, like a four-laner, I'll be on that thing. I'd be oh, riding no, two-lane. Two-lane, oh, what, 55? You really- I should be dead. Y'all are wild out there.
0: We learn what rivulets are. Uh <laughs> We learn about uh, Travis's uh, spe- special secret uh, supernatural power, which is you can hear the voice of the wind and gravel.
2: <laughs> yeah, the he can hear the elements speaking to him, and they warn stay him away. to stay
1: away.
0: Stay away. <laughs> Go away. Was that
1: metaphorical or just a real thing it, that never came into
0: it, it, it again? It, it never comes up again, and I don't. I choose to believe that the Earth, that the state of uh, Indiana itself, was trying to communicate with Travis. In a
2: in a world where the where the Willy Wonka of of remote controlled toys created weapons of war, I choose yeah. I choose to believe that the wind can speak to children. And, and I think it was I think it was our patron saint of Indiana, which is Larry Bird. I think Larry Bird, <laughs> Larry Bird was probably so- probably still playing basketball at this time. In the middle of a game, stopped where he was and was like, "Stay away, stay away." <laughs> Stay away from Boogaloo Toy Company. Now watch me shoot this free throw. <laughs> now watch this drive.
1: <laughs>
0: um, so they go they go to the Willy Wonka's toy company, and it's all beat to shit. And they're like, this sucks. And then the door opens. They're like, okay, maybe. And then they go in.
2: Well, they w- they wisely go, I don't know about that. And then a swarm of bugs right. begins to attack them. They get a little push. They get a little push. Nobody is maimed again. We let's just point out another missed opportunity for maiming. Disappointing. Mandy takes dermal damage and she and it's not yeah. even from above. <laughs>
0: This this feels like uh, TTRPG territory. Like, this feels like, all right, you guys are at the factory. <laughs> yeah, The gate's right. open. And they're like, I'm going to investigate around the factory. Are there any tulip trees? And they're like, yeah, there are tulip trees. Just, all right, do you go in the factory yet? <laughs> like, we go in, but I'm going to keep an eye on the gate so it doesn't close behind us. All right, you're distracted by something. The gate closes. Well, we're going to climb over.
2: <laughs> the wind whispers again. It says, go inside now. Get
1: in there. <laughs> Larry Bird needs to make up his damn mind. <laughs> I know. Are you
0: in or are you out? They're on the threshold and they're like, let's deny the call. Okay. And then I deny the call. And then uh, in response, I will deny the call. Holding priority. I <laughs> deny, deny the, the call. call deny the call. I deny, deny the, the call. call. And then they cross the threshold, and it's an elevator that they they try to push the up button on, and it goes down. Oh yeah, which is the like, ultimate D like DM like fuck you, just yeah, go to the yeah. part I want you to go. to. Damn, him. Kevin,
2: that's wow you I you you have a a deep insight into that that I don't have, and you 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 called the hell out of that. I do want to say that there was an error in here. I love calling <gasps> out an, an edit an editing mistake. Uh, I had an
1: issue with the writing, but I didn't notice that. Oh, baby.
2: Oh, baby. If you go to your PDF, your legal PDF copy that we have Uh of this book on page 106, Travis says something quietly, which is not first-person perspective. He has been speaking in first-person perspective this whole time. Was this book written (laughs) in third-person perspective at the start and changed? I don't know.
0: Paul, I wrote that down. I, I wrote down Travis said and that there's a perspective shift, but here's the thing. Oh, no. Um, sometimes when you're scared, you have to talk to yourself in the third person to make yourself brave.
2: (laughs) I love that In the third person, he narrated his book, his retelling of the thing in third person because he was scared. he probably got re scared thinking about this moment.
0: I just I just considered it a reflection of Travis's emotional state, like a George is getting upset kind of moment. Uh huh.
1: I I know I've had a lot of issues with the writing, and I stand by them all, Mm -hmm. Uh, but (laughs) I do believe this is the chapter where um, Mandy tells him, and I wrote this down, this one's an elevator, and then there's like a paragraph or two of him describing what an elevator is, (laughs) and then it follows it up with him saying, you're right, it is an elevator. (laughs) (laughs) He had to mansplain
2: within his own head. For a little bit.
0: (sighs) That's like Resident Evil level writing on display.
2: I also love that when they find the the elevator, uh, he wants to test it for safety, and his safety test is to get inside and jump up and down. (laughs) smart i mean he is a child let this let this kid ride his bike on the highways go can we read a resident evil book sometime that sounds fun do we do they have those do they make they gotta they gotta
0: resident evil but for book yeah yeah they ported that shit to book man that remakes on everything
2: (laughs) just (laughs) check so um the book becomes like willy wonka basically yeah yeah kind of yeah, this is where
0: the different book starts. There was like one book before the elevator, and now there's the book after
1: the elevator. Where
2: You know what? There's nothing to say that they didn't die in that elevator, that the rest of it wasn't <laughs> a dream. Because they jump, mm-hmm. he jumps in that Damn. elevator, I bet you it fell, and then all yep. this cool stuff that happens was all ne- their death dream. Their, their mangled corpses are just on the bottom of the shaft while they <laughs> pretend. Yeah.
0: yeah, man. And it all <laughs> takes place in like this one kid's snow globe. <laughs> Ooh.
2: The snow globe is uh, a snow globe of Owl Creek Bridge. <laughs>
0: We meet Oliver Bugs, uh, who's not a doctor or a professor or anything. He's just the weirdo president of the Boogaloo Toy Company. Why not call it the Bugs Toy Company? I guess we'll never know. Does anyway. he?
2: Does he ever mention that there's an irony in his last name being Bugs and he has built bugs? No, he does not. We must. Well, we simply must stop here and acknowledge that the owner of this company's name is Oliver Bugs. Uh, yep. B-U-G-T-S It's a great drag king name It is incredible <laughs> yes. Yes. I mean, Oliver Bugs, if I would be at that drag Welcome show. to the stage <laughs> Oliver <laughs> Bugs <laughs> It is a beautiful name And then he has created a, a robot assistant Named Katie Did uh, I am
1: concerned
2: That is such It is a beautiful, beautiful name uh, That's a type of cricket for those who might not know I appreciated that, Paul. Yeah, it was great. It was a great little whole thing. The names, uh, this I I gotta say, usually RL's names feel incredibly uninspired. These names, this guy's laughing when he's writing these <laughs> names down, right?
1: <laughs> I want to know
0: more about Katie Did. Like, what's what's her life like? Like, I'm concerned
1: mortality? for Katie Did. I do y'all think there's something untoward about the relationship between Oliver Bugs? Oh, Katie? we have an ex machina
2: situation here for sure. Okay, so you also <laughs> thought that? Yeah,
1: I'm freaked out as
2: well, Peyton.
0: Yeah, I, I I think she needs to get out. I think she needs uh, a support network. Um, and uh, I, I think I think she'll get it. I think by the end of this story, things won't go so well for the bugs family.
2: <laughs> uh, also, this place is just
1: like crawling
2: with metal bugs. If we didn't make that very clear. It's just like
1: wall to wall furniture
2: bugs. and the walls are covered in metal bugs.
1: This man is very well funded. He's
2: <laughs> brushing bugs aside as he walks. He's like got a he's got his bug broom. And he's just just pushing them out of the way. Uh, He lives among his bugs and his creations, and he loves them all. He
0: (laughs) He also explains that these are no mere metal insects. These are iron insects. Iron being better than metal.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. yeah. There's... Okay, let's keep going. there's a lot I want to unpack with Mr. <laughs> yeah. Bugs here that I I have an issue with. Okay,
0: we learned about Harvey Bugs, the bad version of all Harry, of the Bugs. Harry Bugs. Harry Bugs. He's I put a frowny face next to his name, <laughs> so I know. Um, he's trying to do AI bug control and take the control out of children's hands. Uh, And control bugs with computers so that they murder people, and he can dominate the military-industrial complex.
2: (laughs) (laughs) When when he was, when he eventually reveals his plan of, I guess, continental domination that he's going to do. The plan plan is (laughs) hilarious because I'm waiting for the MIC to show up and bust his ass because he doesn't even he does not know what kind of smack is
1: coming for him. Can we can we go through what? Harry's plan is cuz I have copious notes and
0: stage 1 work under my brother Oliver Bugs and gain his trust mm-hmm. while stealing from
2: him. Great first step. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Stage 2 acquire the noteworthy horn and tuba company.
2: Mhm. Mhm. And for, for for metal supplies I assume to just smelt down <laughs> it's, entirely. It's, And it's the front. It's the it's the front operational front for the build, yeah. for
1: the building. Yeah. And people think they're making tuba parts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when, when
0: in reality, they're making <laughs> tiny metal bug parts.
2: Nobody's, nobody's making, like, <laughs> nobody's being like, where's the tuba part? Nobody- right. Where's the
1: bell? Because that's the thing. Is like with instruments, yes, they can have lots of small little parts, but at some point, somebody's got to make the thing that looks like a tuba. Yeah.
2: Everywhere around the country, uh, bands are suffering in schools because all of the instruments are missing valves. Would have been a hilarious note if, like, there was a like a nationwide <laughs> instrument shortage going on. It's
1: not lack of arts funding; it's the big <laughs> bug industrial. It's complex. big bug. <laughs> it's a
0: big bug. But Oliver Bugs, here's why Oliver Bugs is the villain. Apart from you know, oh uh, go his tre- treatment of Katie. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, he fired.
2: Everyone he, oh, in his. I'm company. so sorry.
1: That's bad for audio. I just hit my desk. <laughs> Kevin, he no, said he didn't.
2: He said he didn't have a choice. Kevin, <laughs>
1: he knew. This who is was just what Walker
2: did. Him. Walker was like, I can't trust Slug, my my competitors. So I'm closing down the factory. Everybody,
1: get out. If somebody was stealing your secrets, uh-huh. and yeah. instead of just launching an internal investigation <laughs> and finding out who is stealing your secrets, <laughs> you decide, ah, oh, there's nothing I can do. You're all fired. I'll. You know, burn it all. Let God sort him out, and then we'll get to it. When it was obviously his brother, but apparently he didn't know that enough to not lay off an entire town and bring their whole infrastructure <laughs> under. I, 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 th- I hate this man.
0: Me too. I think Harvey Bugs. Okay, Harvey Bugs. Like he buys the stupid no- noteworthy horn and tuba company and staffs it with quote unquote innocent participants. He gave th- them jobs. I think that's everyone that his brother just fired yes. and they all he's know a, they're not making tuba hero. parts. He's a hero.
1: He is a hero. Yeah. I'm sure if you told those people that they were making killer bug parts, they'd say, well, <laughs> it puts food on the table. <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> Also, we don't know
2: where the bugs are going. They might be yeah. used for finding lost dogs. <laughs> it could be anything.
0: That would actually be a really good use of...
2: Meanwhile, uh, the la- uh, uh, Mr. Oliver Bugs is addressing his last 30 employees. Uh, I'm sorry to let you all know that somebody microwaved fish. Uh, I'm going to shut down. <laughs> the, uh, the
1: rest of the office is being shut down.
0: <laughs> all right. Well, that's kind of fair.
1: <laughs> I get it. Now, I also... So we, we got a little bit into Harry's plan, but yeah. he also said that he's, he's both trying to gain power... And frame Oliver for it, right? So which which is it? Because <laughs> if you're trying to like rule with an iron fist and show this military might of these iron insects, why would you frame somebody else? Uh, he, he he is both
2: trying to be a shadow broker and also a a tyrant. But he's also we're not. I feel like we're, we just glossed over that he's like captive in his own fort. <laughs> he's like.
0: Right? All, all, all of our bugs is, yeah. He's stuck yeah. because the insects outside of the the factory will kill him if he exits. Will kill
2: him, so I'm trapped here. Hold on, but he still go. He still goes food shopping. And yes, Harry and Oliver see each other at the supermarket. And uh, uh, and ha- Oliver walks by <laughs> yeah. quickly, and ha- Harry's like, what the fuck? Oh, again, I missed him again. What the <laughs> fuck? Oh, he's like, Tim <laughs> Robinson, God damn it. I gotta like, get back to my controls. <laughs> get the bugs on him. He's using underground tunnels to get back and forth from his lab factory to the supermarket, the ma- uh, the post office, go to the movies. Yes. So, really, what are we even doing here, guys? Couldn't
0: his, uh, like, robotic bugs just get him Jack in the Box or something? Mm-hmm. Like <laughs>
1: He invented DoorDash.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um... All right, here's what I think Harvey Bugs is trying to do. Here's my, like, Hideo Kojima interpretation. Oh, boy. Of
1: machines. Oh, oh boy.
0: <laughs> so, the all of the iron insects, including the ones made at the Noteworthy Horn and Tuba Company, are stamped with BTC, Boogaloo Toy Company, markings. I think... Uh, oh, my God. Harvey is going to do a false flag operation,
2: yep. yep.
0: sick the bugs this. on the country, and then flip a switch deactivating them saying that he saved the world from his evil brother's uh, bugs that run amok. And now he can control them, which he always could. And then he uh, assumes dominance as he's voted uh, world president that's what I a think bit
2: of a syndrome happen. from incredibles yeah chad and uh and Peyton. i want to just real quick uh, take an aside i think kevin is very good at being uh an evil mastermind so we should probably keep an eye on him
1: listen i don't think we have anything to worry about i think come monday kevin is going to get an email from one christopher knight slash right <laughs> slash jonathan Ram saying hey i'd like to take you under my wing <laughs> Much like I'm holding my dog in this office. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Can you imagine if the next the Continental Chiller series comes out and that picture is Rand with Kevin, it's this, with Kevin, but with yeah. Kevin
1: instead of the dog? <laughs> we're, all, we're all like, is Kevin
0: happy
2: like that? Is he enjoying that? That's
0: actually him performing a light Heimlich on me after a <laughs> peanut got stuck in my throat from drinking too much Coke. He seems
2: happy.
1: I think.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he seems maybe I, I don't want
1: to get involved. Listen. He, he looks like he's in a good place. I'm happy if he's happy. I finally got noticed, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask a question real quick? Yeah. Please. <laughs> Has it ever happened? Because I, this kind of guy who writes all these books, and I think maybe self-publishes them, I don't remember if that's correct, but I feel like I read that on Wikipedia. Okay. Um, yeah. and, and runs a museum slash gift shop to celebrate his own work. <laughs> you know he's got a Google alert set up. Do you oh. think he has listened to your previous American Chillers episodes? It's possible. Episodes? Oh. And do you think he's going to listen to this one? And follow up to the follow up, has anybody ever contacted you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, authors have not, but we've been reached okay. out
2: to by uh, listeners who are like, Oh, my elementary school teacher claims to have ghost written three oh. of the goosebumps books kind of things. Oh, damn. Yeah, we got we got
1: whistleblowers coming out. I I think you might be hearing from Jonathan, if not his lawyers, very soon.
0: <laughs> if not one of his many pseudonyms, maybe. <laughs> yeah,
2: honestly, yeah. it could be anybody. I think yeah. when he comes for you, though, he comes as Jonathan Knight. I think that's I think mean, that's his like spirit <laughs> of vengeance. That's when he puts
1: on his vengeance, Oakley. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Feel that strong arm around my neck. <laughs>
2: That sounds safe. He goes, it sounds because that, that's that's called the that's called the chiller right there, and then you just drift off and you never feel anything ever again.
0: So Oliver gives the children uh, communicators on the back of their ears or some shit, and it gives them a gun, and he says, "Go kill, <laughs> go kill my
2: brother Harvey. Go shoot every bug out there. Go shoot all of them." <laughs> I think this is cool because in an RL book. The children would have zero power, but he gives the children a uh, cool spy power in this one. I dig it.
1: The walkie talkie and the like the hacker disc, right? Yeah. Hacker. Yep. Hacker disc. Yep. And a tactical flashlight. He he does make a point to say that he does not want the walkie talkies falling into the wrong hands, which I find <laughs> funny Because he has no such issues with the killer drone robot. He does (laughs) hand them in a very
2: like a fun kid toy version of a cyanide capsule is like, if you get captured, (laughs) don't let my brother know what I know. You have to take these. I did think that that was probably the best part for raising the stakes. Chad, I'm with you.
1: Yeah, I need you to keep this Flintstone vitamin in your molar <laughs> yeah. and bite down real hard if you get captured. If he knows where my tunnels are, I can never go to Burger <laughs> King. And, and that's going to be a big bummer for me. Don't <laughs> fuck this up for me.
0: So the two children toddle across the four-lane highway under the express direction of their uh, adults' guard. Yeah, I don't have a problem with this. Nope. Um, they cartwheel into the noteworthy Horn and Tuba company, and they are immediately captured they they are chopped cry chopped hard in the neck uh, and they are revived uh in front of a computer screen where he says you want to watch me uh play some counter strike <laughs> Travis says yes i would Absolutely. love to watch you do that yeah that sounds really cool man uh you got any you got you got any aim bots on here and <laughs> Travis steals his keys Travis steals his keys throws them at Mandy
2: who has already at this point called him a rat fink? She's called him a yep. rat fink because he says, "I think terrorists are cool. I'm glad you're playing terrorist." Uh, she calls him a rat fink, uh, <laughs> and then and then she <laughs> and then he throws the keys to her, and and they bolt out of the room. And then he and then he's like, "Can I ask you guys this? What did he's like? I, you had to believe that I was a terrorist for this to work. <laughs> right. I don't know if I really follow that thread for the plan. Do you guys?"
0: Uh, I just think Mandy's bad at picking up what Travis is putting down. I think that uh, they're worse friends than we're led to believe.
2: Mm. Aw, it made me sad. You know what? But their well, friendship lasted through this ordeal, so it's it's stronger for
1: it. Until the sequel, when Mandy does get brutally murdered by. The
2: <laughs> she gets taken out page one. Yeah, yeah. They 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 crawl through her skin like in the mummy and just and bore that. her out. <laughs>
0: They do it. They put the com- they put the USB in the computer, and then they high five for thirty five minutes, and uh, they go back to their uh, their real dad, and he says, "Here's a giant wasp, kids. Only one." Well, the
2: best part is that the best part of it is that they they don't think they've won for this whole time, and right. the narrative tension that is going along is purely because our two children just don't know what's going. They weren't fully filled in on the plan. I think I think. Uh, honestly, maybe Oliver Bugs wanted them to eat that pill uh, and <laughs> die over there, so that the whole affair would have been washed away. Uh, but, so he didn't fill them in on the rest of the plan, which is that that the bugs would return to him. So they are chased by a uh, tornado of bugs. Uh, the tornado of bugs swarms over them. I, I do think that was kind of a sweet moment, though. I do need to I need to call this out. I know we're joking about I- how this doesn't matter, but. They think they're doomed. None of this matters. They no they I, this matters. This matters hugely. <laughs> uh they, I wrote
0: down I wrote down the line the swarm of iron insects stormed above. Yes. And I'm like, man, one little tweak would have made this almost a literature if he had just said the storm of right. iron insects swarmed above We're So
1: close. Mm, it's mm-hmm. really
0: close. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you can i taste tasted on the goatee.
2: <laughs> I I agree with it. Damn, Rand is going to be getting a new picture <laughs> as soon it's as this episode drops. Don't change it, Rand. You look so cool. I wish Johnny, were you, Rand. It's all love,
0: Johnny, It's all love.
2: <laughs> Come on the show. Come on yes. the show. It, it, yeah. it, I did love that uh, Travis. I- even though he, he Mandy falls again, Mandy falls the third time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Truly the Jean Grey of uh, yes. Iron and Sex of yes. Indiana. Yes.
2: She falls a third time, and, uh, and she, Travis, Travis puts his body upon her and protects her, and I think that is the testament to their friendship.
0: And he says, yeah. I don't scream often, but by my count, he screams about as much as Mandy falls, which is a lot.
2: <laughs> At least three times. Yeah. Travis screamed the third time. So they, they go back <laughs> they go back after the bugs disappear. Uh Mr. Oliver is happy. Katie's happy. Katie's uh Katie's a little fed up with all the bug problems that she has to deal with now because mm. Mr. Oliver just brushes them to the side in classic bachelor style. Uh and Men. and and, <laughs> and then uh <laughs> they get their bug prize from
1: Oliver. Which this whole wrap up Is crazy. (laughs) Yeah. Cuckoo. It is pretty Uh, nice. Because he he tells them, you can't tell anybody what happened today, despite the fact that there were swarms and swarms of them over downtown Elkhart, which I think the book kind of like shrugs off as like they thought it was what, like bats or something or like birds? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I think they they said locusts, right?
2: Oh, locusts. Yes. Elkhart is a small, simple town. So maybe they would (laughs) have
1: just kind of went like, ah,
0: look at that. (laughs) Maybe sometimes Bugs is shiny. You never yeah. know. But,
1: shiny like, Bugs up there, he said. Don't tell anybody, even though people saw, saw something, and then <laughs> rewards them with a prototype of this, like, could fall into the military's hands, could kill everybody. Peyton, Peyton. weapon.
2: That is the greatest part, is he's, don't tell anyone, here is a don't giant tell flying bug that you can use in public. Go, go nuts, oh kids. My,
0: gosh. my question yeah. is, why does he give them one?
2: <laughs> or you think you should give them one one each to so they
1: don't have to fight yeah like here's your prize to share fuck you like <laughs> well you see he doesn't have much money since he fired all of his staff on a whim
2: <laughs> i gotta save money up i gotta get some operating costs together to get the staff back i gotta up. get
1: back in the black man <laughs>
2: <laughs> do you think he realized afterwards though that he was like Fuck! That was my only prototype. God damn it! Like, <laughs> God.
0: No, no, that one that that prototype had to be shelved because uh, it it uh, totally gives you cancer after like <laughs> three weeks of use.
1: <laughs> Book and number two he, takes a turn.
0: That's why he knows that uh, that his secret's safe.
2: <laughs> Those
1: kids will enjoy a couple of weeks of their life, and then it'll end. <laughs> I just like to picture he's like. For you, Travis, my newest prototype, oversized bug machine. And for you, Mandy, oh, shit. And then he just, like, rips a finger off of Katie and, like, gives it to her. <laughs> yeah. Guys, yeah. is his name a pun on Bugs All Over? All
2: of her bugs. All of her bugs? All of... All like, the I- Bugs All Over. Bugs All Over. I love the bugs.
0: All of...
2: All of the bugs. All love of bugs. All I'll of her bugs. 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 When bugs. I, just wanted, I just wanted one question, like, sir, but sir, why bugs?
1: Why bugs? <laughs> why bugs? Why why bugs? This is just, this, this is the book name? that dares to ask why bugs? <laughs> why, why, why bugs?
2: I just make... want to hear like one like don't you see the, there's beautiful uh, uh geometry in their design? Bugs are basically like nature's robots. I I don't know just something. I just want to hear like one weird man's idea beyond just my name is bugs. <laughs> of why why bugs and not crab robots or <laughs> bird robots or uh, he he made the one receptionist why is she why is she not a bug Chad you're just upset that they weren't uh, creatures from Sonic aren't you No 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 I love a good bug robot <laughs> I love the predicons. uh there's a lot of bugs there just beetleborgs know, just, beetle a oh, big bad beetleborgs. I know he loves the beetleborgs
0: buzzer from Sonic versus Sonic.
2: Yeah, Sonic versus Sonic. Yeah, a robot too <laughs> Got a buzzer Just, in it. I get why Robotnik made Metal Sonic. He's making the fastest thing alive as a robot. Yeah, but why bugs? Yeah, hell yeah. Why not bugs? I guess that's I guess that's the valid point. <laughs> I retract my question. <laughs> Thank you. Counter-questioned. Uh, how How do you guys think this compares to the other ones? Better. I I feel like yeah. Oh wait, I, I thought you were talking about. All the books we've read. Uh, well, all the books, <laughs> yeah, of course. In the, in the uh the Chillerverse, I, we've we've read <laughs> Nightcrawlers the and Oobra. Oobra. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> I I think this is a little worse than uh, Nebraska Nightcrawlers because that had more. Like the kids were like whipping water balloons at shit and like doing yeah. stuff, and this is more kids are it's, going on bikes to locations and be and describing elevators. Right, it's
2: not as good as Dinosaurs de- Destroyed Detroit either because in DDD he travels through time and brings the dinosaur back, and that's sick. Wow, I forgot about that. That's pretty sick. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's pretty Peyton. We might have missed a little bit on the on the mark with this one,
0: Peyton. Compared to the last book you read, where does this
2: stand?
1: <laughs> well, I am I am oscillating between uh, House of Leaves and Jujutsu Kaisen, so you know it oh falls my somewhere God, in the
2: House middle. Of, House of Leaves <laughs> is my favorite book ever. You're reading it for the first time. I am.
1: Oh, it's it's gonna be very slow going because I'm uh, a very slow reader, but um, it's it's. Good vibes, good vibes. Oh, okay, House of Leaves is built. Yeah, I can't believe you have to compare House of Leaves to this. That's <laughs> this is really the House of Leaves of the American Chillers franchise. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: If they had just gotten on that elevator for about 60 more pages and gotten lost on the elevator, that would be House of Leaves. Remember when we had to hold this book up to the mirror to read it? <laughs> That's not a thing in House of yes, Leaves. Yes, it is. I don't remember There that. is a part where you have to hold it up to the mirror. Sorry for the story There toilet. are just... Paint blank pages in House of Leaves. Yes,
1: which is part of what made me excited to read it. Because I was like, ooh, it's really long, but not all the pages <laughs> full. It's really long, but there's some free pages in there. Don't tell yeah, anyone. <laughs> I can draw on these. I can draw my <laughs> insights. <Yeah. on> <laughs> oh, cool. I had a boost pad reading right now. Just blazing through this. Um, to, to Mr. Rand's credit, I really thought it was cool at the very end how it leaves on a cliffhanger of like, this is my cousin Amber from another right, state. and like she's like, let me tell you about this weird thing I saw, and then it goes right into the next one. I thought that was cool. That's yeah. a that's a good framing device. Good job, Jonathan, Chris- Christopher. <laughs>
0: good, good job, Christopher Jonathan Randerson. <laughs> it's a good way to tie a universe together yeah. rather than some other ways that we've explored oh, that boy. a horror universe could be connected. Oh
1: boy. <laughs> do yeah. Do the other American chiller books have that or at least the ones that you've read? do they have that little yeah thing they
0: all they all yeah. end with uh, a co- a connector to the next
1: book in the chiller that's great uh, I, I will yeah, I'll give this man his flowers. that is a good idea
2: yeah, yeah uh, I think the velociraptor at the end opens up and inside it's like, hey, it's me, it's your cousin. I just got Aiden hello <laughs> hey, it's your cousin you've got that new sound you <laughs> listen.
1: <to> <laughs>
0: I like I like the demo disc quality of giving somebody a little bit of the book at the end of a book. Like that's kind of fun. And for my
1: dumbass, it made me happy because I was like, oh, not all of these pages are the ones. <laughs> Dude, it's House of Leaves All Over again.
0: It does make you feel good when you're like, I'm all I thought I'm I had done. more pages. I'm done. Oh, that was I, that
1: was me. Like, I read Killers of the Flower Moon this uh <laughs> this past winter and I was like, Oh, it looks it looks like 350 pages. But the last like seventy five are all bibliography, footnotes, <laughs> <Put> baby. Great. <laughs> Great. What I'm saying is I'm not very bright. <laughs> <laughs> but you're reading at a fifth grade level, so that's why. That's why I just read comics and tell myself that it's just as good. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, dude. Hell yeah, dude. Peyton, I do. I do have to ask, <laughs> how realistic is this to living in Indiana, which you never did. <laughs> Yeah,
0: Peyton, as our Indiana expert.
1: Right,
2: right. You've been there for six years. You've absorbed the culture. Yeah.
1: There's nobody else on this call who is more better no. suited to answer this question.
2: You'll know Bloomington is definitely exactly an example like the of rest the rest of, of the minds of Indiana. Yeah, it's not right. a tiny dot of blue in a sea of conservative red. Right, right.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's not <laughs> the kind of state where as you go north, you see more don't tread on me and Confederate flags. <laughs> um yeah, <laughs> I wonder if they know they're going in the wrong direction. <laughs> they don't. Um, <laughs> as far as Midwest vibes go, I mean, the fact that Kevin was horrified at the idea of two children riding their bikes on a major US highway <laughs> made yeah. my heart sing. So yeah, I'm going <laughs> yes. to give it five strangled golden retrievers out of five. <laughs> Again, a joke that only works since podcasting is a visual medium. <laughs> this picture is
2: now the cover for this
1: episode. It's got it halfway. Right. For the cover, can you Photoshop my face onto the dog? <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I think that's a, a bump. We, we bumped. bumped it.
2: Or we, bumped. we chilled, I would say.
0: Peyton, thank you again so much for being on our incredibly professional and uh, lightly edited podcast. This was an
2: absolute blast. Thank
1: you so much for asking. Yeah, it was fun. Where can people find you on the internet? Oh, yes. Uh, so first and foremost, um, go check out Flavor Culture. Uh, that is at youtube.com slash Um Hopefully you find something that you like and if you don't uh, don't tell me because I will cry. <laughs> yeah and if uh you want to see more of me, uh, I guess Instagram is probably the best place for that uh, since I got kicked off of Twitter. <laughs> um, I, saw I
0: was gonna ask you about that. I was like <laughs> I was gonna contact you on Twitter. And- so uh
1: I got I got suspended from Twitter for glorification of violence. Oh. uh, Because somebody was sharing around this image. uh, It was an AI-created image of Elon Musk's face on a toddler's body. Okay, (laughs) He said something like, you know, when you're being mean to him, this is who you're being mean to. And this isn't even my joke, but I quote tweeted and I said, me and my friends would have killed this thing with hammers, I'll tell you that much. (laughs) And... (laughs) <laughs> 2 months later. 2 months later cuz when I got suspended I was going back through and I was like this tweet when was this? 2 months later some weirdo reports me and then I get I just wake up and it's like you're suspended sorry um and <laughs> for glorifying violence and then I uh I try to appeal it and I was like, well, considering that this isn't a real photo of a real person, right. maybe we can let this one slide. Uh, yeah. And they said no. So, so you- follow me on Instagram at maybe not Peyton. That's Peyton with an A. Uh, I am the same thing on threads and blue sky, although I don't use those a ton, which honestly has been kind of great. It's been, yeah, it's man. been nice. <laughs> it's freeing.
2: Really like- Peyton, thank you again for being on the show. Thank you for having
1: me. This was delightful. Peyton. This is a treat and a treat.
2: You know, and Peyton, you mentioned how uh, awful it is to be on certain social media things. We have also talked ourselves about how we don't like being on Twitter and social media. And that is a hard thing for a podcast or for any YouTube internet content because it's hard to get a word of mouth for what you're doing. And uh, if you like this show and you want to support it, you know, maybe in the past we used to be like, retweet and share us on social media. You don't have to do that anymore. No one sees that. Uh, I mean, don't hurt. It doesn't hurt to do it. You can do it if you want to. But uh, if you really want to support this show and help keep the lights on, the best way to do that is go to patreon.com slash goosebuds, where you get access to bonus monthly episodes. On Camp Goosebuds where we hang around the digital campfire, you get access to our Discord, you can vote on which books recovery next. You can sign up for free and hang out. And you'll see. And if you're looking for another free thing you can do, just send an episode to a friend. Just if you got a friend who likes books, yeah. who doesn't like books, who cares? Give him an episode. Just give him one. The good pick a
1: good one. I, I will say the uh adventure book with Sonic and Zonic. Oh <laughs> good shit. Oh, uh, that- I was listening to it with my husband in the car and he goes. This is a, a Goosebumps podcast, right? <laughs>
2: exactly, exactly the reaction we're trying to get with those episodes. That is also something we ask ourselves many times. This is a, this is a Goosebumps podcast, I think. It sounds
0: like he's already in the fandom.
2: <laughs> sounds like he just signed up for the Patreon free version. <laughs> uh, anything else we should have? And of course, uh, check out uh, Continue for great weekly content. Check out Kevin's Patreon and givekevinmoney.com. Yeah, do it. Check out Chad's beautiful face. Yeah, check out my beautiful face where I'll appear randomly throughout the world and you'll never know where I am next. Check out the PBS
0: archives to find Chad and then send me Chad, please.
2: <laughs> Computer, uh, can you pull up Chad for me, please? <laughs> Peyton, it's been a pleasure uh collaborating with you again uh wtiu solidarity uh i hope the fun drive uh fundraiser drives still show nothing but celtic women concerts because <laughs> they, they they have never
1: left nor will they ever Celtic Hell women yeah. may never die heck yeah. yeah celtic women check out flyover culture everyone <laughs> okay bye 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 thank you Peyton. thanks
2: again Peyton. bye thank you
0: This episode of Goosebuds was brought to you by our lovely Patreon supporters enshrined here forever in the Book of Names. The Book of
2: Names. The Book
0: of Names. We'd like to thank Stefan, Jive Turkey
2: Kuabara, Hollis Hornbeak, Low Belly Hate Me, Nathan Dulzall, Mike Lentary, Mickey C., Michael McDowell, Hey Josh Robb, Cameron Murphy Audio. Buddy Moral Mel Dipson Alcade Afsheen Dango Twists Zentacles
0: Stealth Bates
2: Robert Moon <laughs> Brian Wells Jason Crooker Miguel Pardo John Keedy Clay Castle Calf The Juggalobalist
0: <laughs> Right Aid sucks and is committing <laughs> fraud. Fuck Right Aid. We're an anti Right aid, but we're like wrong aid.
2: Gregory D. Warren. Cody Redfield. Bradford Coulter. Why are you sad? Aiden is taking karaoke suggestions. Kiss from a Rose is the best one to ever do. Pony. Oh, dude, I don't think you can do pony in a bar like that. People are going to just start fucking. I don't know if you can do that. I've seen some live pony performances, and it's hot (laughs) every time.
0: Probably don't want to take it out of context that you've seen some live pony
2: performances. (laughs) (laughs) Clip, clip. Jar Jar Slinks, Chosen One, Levi Fan. Up and Champ, Jonas Eggman, The John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation, Carl, Anthony Mulberry, Yanni Markovina, Elusive Koala,
0: Christian Vanskiver,
2: Brooke X, Jesus Christ,
0: Jeremy Lowe,
2: Brian Hobgood, Zach Connor,
0: Patreon underscore donator comma yo,
2: Joe Spooky Digital Ghost Tierney.
0: Tom Whittem. Lord Cornwallis.
2: Anthony's funny name made Andrew Jadzak laugh. Ooh, I want to know how you figured that out, Anthony. Murph EP. Maybe they're friends. Carson Birkenbean. <laughs> <laughs> Devin Ticklebean hidden in the trees outside Ice Church with egg sock. <gasps> I assume to defend Ice Church with an egg sock. Yeah, you're like boloing people with egg sock. Or to bean
0: the entity when he comes out. <laughs> He, tur- he, turns in- he turns into red polygons and he makes a Final Fantasy VII sound. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, Sean Minogue, uh, next time you, uh, re- you fill out your name, please put a Final Fantasy sound in for us to make with our mouth.
0: <laughs> Rushy Glenn.
2: it Luke LaFountain.
0: Matt McClellan. Chip Handsome.
2: Alicia Grave. Tanya Turtle. Juan Jalapena. Timothy Misodulakis. Re-Infected Keith Halcrow Clay McCarty Ham Underscore Boat The crowfens, but seasonal Raymond Hernandez Matthew Sutton John Barber Snip 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 Sarah Kemp Jonas Blotterman Jeff Coffey Kelsey Kinnaman Russell Kasperg Xavier Jimenez Castillo Scotty Pippet Crispy Tricus Flemily. Tobias Clark Dungeon Kappa Zach Weir
1: Limp Duck
0: Ice descendant hamster in the ice part of the ice <laughs>
2: descendant. So it's like like digging down there. Yeah, yeah he's
0: not an ascendant. He is de- he's a descendant. I guess that's, that's He's
2: a- wiggling his way down there. Yeah. It's cool being I like it. being lathed with water and slowly becoming <laughs> one with the ice. Alex Moon, the robotic dog. Paul Grasso, Meet Virginia. Joe, regular name Scott. Luke
0: Noodles. Zambam Mina
2: Hugh Bolin. Estamina. Lord of Paul's Pants. Chris. Sleepy Time Ghost Stick. Nelson. <laughs> Streak. Kieran McNamara. Diet Soda. Just Lamb. <laughs> Jackie L. Coleman Lagusa. Nathan Remick. A Pair of Scots. Need More Kimchi. Levi Kidder. Getting Frisky in the Lobster Bisky. David Gray. Lee Wood. <laughs> Reed Dubendek
0: Matthew Bertado.
2: Bryce Diuri. I finally escaped from Paul's vent because the bit was getting old. Bye! Oh, he's free! Goodbye! <laughs> Jonas
0: Ennevoldsen
2: Ma, ah, The meatloaf! Joey Evans! Carewise Gamgee.
0: Bubba Bubbay!
2: Some of Chad's bird friends chirp happily at Canadian Ghoul. That's some good millet. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> Joe Gorman. Cameron Hanson. A wild swaggy yellow squire appears. Burger's wonderful world. Nicholas Maloney. Andre Villeneuve, Tiffany Lee. The Deadly Bulb. Generally depressing. Eric Horwitz.
0: Thomas Jansis.
2: Tacky Tammy. Mutant Astronaut.
0: Lucretia McEvil.
2: Ben Bohan.
0: Henry Torbear. Boner Guard Epsilon Hamilton. AKA Hambone, host of Radio Bone Air, you're on.
2: Adam Knapp. Anthony rides the Black Unicorn, leading the Ice Conquest to spread the word of the entity.
0: Everyone's doing way more work on Ice Church than we're doing. We've got to establish some more lore if there's going to be black uniforms. <laughs> <laughs> it's
2: interesting to see where everyone goes, do we need a herald? Do we need an egg guardian? What do we need in Ice Church? Logan Derby. Gerb Juice. Chick. Calamity Carl. Brad Schmelzer. You know, I'm not convinced that the black unicorn is working under its own will. Nick Johnson. But,
0: uh, you're saying mind control is happening on a black unicorn? Do you know what their fucking wisdom saving throw
2: is? Callum Mr. Misfire West? Could be, like a, could be like a spell of binding. Skeletorin. I'm just saying we haven't gotten enough information through the name book of names to know quite exactly what's going on. Mandy Nasty.
0: You told me somebody opened up a third edition spell book and found Gaius Quest and cast it on a fucking unicorn. Yoplin. <laughs>
2: Ryan Carroll. Philip Reynolds. Hey, Jeremy Bowser. Nate Bit G. Okay, Mr. Unimportant wants to know, how do you do your tea or coffee? Black coffee, please.
0: Uh, I've I've moved on from instant coffee, and now I'm drinking cold brew. Gonna do a little bit of cold brew, a little bit of of hot water, and have a hot cold brew. It's good.
2: Yep. Cold brew, a cold cold brew with some chalky milk. Nice. Wow. That's an incredible (laughs) tech. Holy crap. Megan McCormick Mason. Boss Garrison. Scott Wable.
0: This could—I couldn't suss out if Paul's "Wow" was genuine or not. It, it was. was. Kind of Though I thought Paul
2: was mocking me for no, sure. Go I look at the no. baby man putting the chalky milk in his coffee. No, it I was think really
0: it... the "Wow." It was like uh, Paul isn't really a "Wow" guy. He's more of a huh guy.
2: You're right. I took a sip of water and it really messed me up. Ryan R. Davis, Ninja Breadman. Rocco, Omega Bagel, Hi, Hey Zealot. Hello to his <laughs> French Lynn. Arid <laughs> Lord, Evdog. Dog, Doctor Chalk, Robot Arena, Llama Lad, Greg Musto. SSJ Trondor. Buds. Hi, first time, long time. Allie Rose. Wow, Hilda B. <laughs> Mike <laughs> Spaghetti <laughs> Jones. Ollie underscore Suts. Wow. My Cart? Kate the Great. Red Baron, love your pizzas. When will Wes Anderson
0: get Polly Shore to play wordy smart-brained park ranger or some shit like that? I'm voting for Weasel
2: X. <laughs> what the f- Wait, are you saying Weasel from the hit film son-in-law is going to play that character in a Wes Anderson movie? Yeah, I think they're voting for Weasel and the X is the mark. is like, you know, where they are marking the box next to oh, Weasel's name. Sure, oh, on the name. ballot. Yeah, 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 that's the that's the Chad uh, ballot. The, the though, non-hanging right Chad, the completed Chad.
0: I blacked out, they were just, if I knew what that string of words meant, I'd go insane. So I just did the individual <laughs> words to protect my brain. <laughs>
2: You gestalted it. Gulliver. Cassandra Harris.
0: This next name is my favorite. Soggy
2: Newspapers. <laughs> this oh, one. yes. Kira and Brian are big fans.
0: John W. Dakota Camp. Chris Gullick. Big Nick Lane.
2: Blake Cavan.
0: Dan Antonio. <laughs> <laughs> I, like the, I like the mustard on both of those, but I like the Kevin-esque voice break on Blake Cavan. <laughs> Saturn video,
2: Faratildi. All right, <laughs> Kiwi a blurb. Serial killer X. <laughs> Quest obly asks whoever reads this for a goblin to grade. Uh, <laughs> I just saw a clip. From uh, Clash of Clans, where there's a bunch of goblins and they were just stuffing them in a turret and you could see all their butts and there was like butt animation. I'll send it to you, Quest. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, it's coming. Jesse, Cole Gleason, Chris Curto, Michael Malloy, Kit Bush, Jesse Boggs, Sira Sin, Kyle O'Neill, You Over the Moon, Dennis Wright,
0: Cameron
2: Gansveld. Rat IRL Goon, like a henchman Cahoots (laughs) I appreciate the clarification Matt Saptar Greg Gervasi, aka VitaZ Chris Callahan And the Voodoo Death God Ooh, Wonderskin Tan your hide to make some Wonderskin Chad rips the world apart with a single wet bark. Tonight oh, at 11. Oh, I don't know if I like that one.
0: Brody Danza.
2: B. Anthony Stoker. Anthony Rodriguez. Wonderskin once again. S. Max de la
0: Fontanelle.
2: Just a alpaca acquaintance. Jeff, big baby. And his wife, not a big baby. Cool. Cool.
0: Dog lips underscore kajoyan.
2: Wow. Taraku, the thing that goes doink in the anime.
0: Boop. Wow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Robert Holden. <laughs>
0: AKA Cyberbullying.
2: <laughs> Blue Gunge. Tron Legacy 3D starring Paul Ritchie as Korra. Nice reference. Hey, Deep cut good reference. Ref, good ref.
0: Spencer Y.
2: Daniel Hirschberger. Blarben. Wow. Starship Nine. Oh my goodness. Shadowheart Gun D Tyrannosaurus. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Triple wow. wow. <laughs> wow. Logan kilgus Boss Feratu. Grab Comics has become a slug. I watched that anime. Chris's Casa contains Cinco canines. Wow, that's a lot of dogs. Problem Child 2 on DVD. Canadian Ghoul gives scritches and millet to some of Chance bird friends. When did Thank we you. start talking no, about no, 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 millet? No, 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 when no, did no. millet become a major part of this I know, podcast? I don't know why millet's everywhere. It's
0: an important grain. <laughs> <laughs> Up there with
2: sorghum. <laughs> My favorite grains. <laughs> Kumquat Behavior Podcast. I gotta read this. Okay. One the shirt. <laughs> uh breaking breaking news. Uh-oh. oh no, we've got uh, dude I. I. P- P- I hope I hope this isn't real. R.I.P. peanut butter gamer crushed beneath wheels of a sentient car while leaving his local goodwill.
0: Oh shit. I hope that's not true. Is that a reference
2: to something or I- did he die?
0: I don't think it's true. I think he I think he's alive. He has a lot to live for. He's a father now. <laughs> Kevin, start it back up.
2: Ah, uh, Elodie. Smell <laughs> Clint. Deer King.
0: Angelo Edward Longton Santone, the man so nice, we name him four
2: times. (laughs) (laughs) Agents Miskatonic.
0: Nail seven. Caleb Snyder, Grandmaster of Spells and Enchantments, pledges his wizard staff and ancient tome to Paul.
2: Caleb, the war's over. Move on. Only person with the pledge left, the war can start at any time. Just gotta see where the black unicorn weighs in. Lubo Nuva. (laughs) Brian, you dad. Derpy, Derpy Drowns in Dumb as
0: Shit Sauce. (laughs) Rest in Peace. We should all be so lucky.
2: (laughs) Ben Flolios (laughs) a. That's a wild card. You're allowed to say whatever you want for that middle word. Nowhere Lucas. Yeah. Brian Starell. C.L. Reagan. Bob Cabbage. The Shrekronomicon. Huh? (laughs) Number one Uh? gnome. Eh? Justin. Jolly old Jules, John Farrington, Ryan Coyle. Let me know if you're the one I know. Jaybird. Let me know if you're the
0: one I know.
2: <laughs> Taylor Garol, Taylor girl Garofalo, Garofalo. <laughs> yeah, is that how you spell it? Garofalo. Taylor Garofalo. Be my friend, please. Well, we've all just known it through hearing it. We've never read it, so. MC Wright, Daniel Hirschberger. I think we already Daniel de Hirschberger. <laughs> if you guys are want to double pay, that's cool. But like, I don't know. But what's happening? Talk to us. Talk to us. Nat underscore Noah. Tig ass biddies 007. Nintendo 60 jorts. Welcome to the Book of Names, Quinn. Get in here, crazy ass nipples. You're part of the family now. Welcome, Jorge Rey Navarro. Welcome, Jacob Leach. Oh, welcoming. Wow. To you, Danielle Lavelle. Thank you all so very, very much. We love you. Goodbye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Black Unicorn, weigh in. Tell us what happened to you.